If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com The theme of the dinner is Casino Royale. Diamonds are forever. <laughs> I don't know the theme to Casino Royale, what that one was. I don't know either. Well, now I have to look. Introduce the show. <laughs> this is Badoo. This is Below Deck Down Under. We are reality gays. Um, let me tell you, if you have a theme. If, if I'm you- Maddie, and that's Poodle. <laughs> We've got a lot of new people. You're right. We should. Uh, I need. I need to be better about that. You're Maddie, and I'm. You're. I'm Maddie, and you're Poodle. Because people are just listening, going, "Which gay's which?" And you know what? That's okay. Why does it feel like you're screaming? Am I screaming? I don't know. I'm not that. I, loud. I always. I, I. It always feels like you're screaming at me. I don't know <laughs> what the. Oh, you know my name by Chris Cornell. Really? That's the theme to Casino Royale. Okay. I don't even. I never knew. I never knew Chris Cornell did a Bond theme. I don't think I ever saw that Bond movie, and I'm a fan. I did. Ooh, I love oh. his voice. You've never seen Casino Royale? No. I don't know how I missed it. I, I think I. I've I think seen... I actively avoided it. I was gonna say I never saw any Bond movies except for the, uh, the Daniel Craig. Uh, the, the bon- I've seen all the Daniel Craig ones. Okay, you need to see the Sean Connery. Oh Bond wait, no, ones. I saw one with Sean Connery. There can't be some guy with a metal face. Yes, uh, the, I think that is, is that Doctor No. Face. His name's Metal no, Face. I think they could have come up with a better name than Metal Face. I think that's the space one. I think that's um, people are screaming. James Bond goes to space. Yes, I didn't see that one. This was like on an island, and there was water stuff. <laughs> That's like all of them. <laughs> that I think that might have been Live and Let Die. Maybe. People who know James Bond have just clicked this off because they're angry. They it's have. So, it is so weird because I've, uh, I've seen No Time to Die and I've seen all of the other Daniel Craig's. I've never seen Casino Royale. That was what started it all. That's like literally just not having any foreplay. Someone just bends over and just fucks you. I'm fine with that. Sometimes. Sometimes wow. you don't have a lot of time. Wow. And wow. you want to go to bed. <laughs> or you actually just want to go watch Seeking Sister Wife. <laughs> Speaking of. Good segue. I just did a crossover uh, 
with Kara Berry of Everyone's Business But Mine. It was delightful. And we talked about Seeking Sister Wife this last episode. Uh, you So you want all the juicy details. She posted an Instagram post. And people, I, I have to say, I think you were a hit. A slutty hit, but a hit. <laughs> people really we, enjoyed we you. Had a, we had a really good time because I talked about how- One person said, wow, he's sex positive. <laughs> <laughs> That's what my tricks reaction are usually. Uh, someone, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if Kara's audience is ready for talk of rimming or four ways. They <laughs> I, are now. I think they're usually listening. Getting uh, some of them may be listening, getting their kids ready. Yeah, I don't exactly. Know, she, she does. She does swear, and she doesn't. She doesn't mince words. Timmy, don't listen to that, Mary. <laughs> That's just mama's we're, radio to, to drown out your father. We're going to pray for her. We're going to pray for her, Timmy. Uh, but we had a really good time. We talked about how um, how Mr. Mr. Epps, who she calls Mr. Peanut, definitely wished on a monkey's paw to get those three women, uh, those three beautiful black women. <sighs> yeah. Dating. Yeah, because ain't, ain't nothing happening below the belt for her. Wow. Yeah. So, y'all, that's where you can find Poodle. Um, we had a lot of fun. They had a lot of fun. Uh, uh, also, we even talked 90 Day Gossip a little bit at the end. Oh, really? Yeah. Also, um, I'm going to be doing, y'all, a little stand-up show on August 18th with Sean Polofsky. Uh, Social Media Rants. It's her show. It's at the uh, It's at the Comedy Store, I believe. Oh, I forgot that part. I just forgot to tell you where, where it is. Where is it? It's in L.A., though. It's okay. on August 18th, because you're not going to be there. You're no, going to be in South Carolina with Mother my... Poodle, because he's got to go visit. So I'm going to be doing comedy. <laughs> Poodle's going to be doing tragedy. <laughs> <laughs> Life is but a walking shadow. A, walking a poor shadow. player that struts and frets its hour upon the stage and then is heard from no There's more. So follow our Instagram. You can follow me at the Matt Mar. I'll post it there, but... But really, just follow the Reality Gaze, or Reality Gaze podcast Reality on Gaze our Instagram. Podcast. Y'all, we're doing more with our Instagram. We're doing a lot more reels and stuff anyway. So it's a good time to follow us and just get clued in. We went viral, and that's not because I got my test results back. No. Uh, it is because we went viral on TikTok. We did, y'all. We had our first million dollar. Da- uh, mi- million dollar. <laughs> dollar. We did not get a million dollars. No. Tick- Mr. TikTok did not Mr. send us a no, check for a million no. dollars. Uh, uh Mr. TikTok. Yeah, he looks like the Monopoly man, but he wears a beanie instead. Um, but we, uh, a million downloads, y'all, in 24 hours. That's so or great. A million views. Really great. We have a lot more followers on our Some TikTok. Some nerd shared it. And- that I think are new to us. So that's kind of why, for some of you, you're like, wait, what are y'all doing? That's why. So if you're listening to this Below Deck podcast, this is on our free feed podcast. On our Patreon, we do things like old, uh, the what the memes you see on TikTok of 90 Day Fiance, the classless, or the classic that we call yeah. it. And then if you're on the $8 tier, you're going to get Below Deck and 90 Day Fiance current season. You're going to get that commercial free, but you also pleasure. get Love After Lockup, just one of the fucking greatest shows on television. Again, I, I, I pity anyone who's not watching that show. Yes, yeah, so $8, we call it. It's the commercial free cringe, cringe tier. tier. You're going to get that. You're going to get smothered when it comes out very <laughs> soon. Next week. 
So, oh, oh, you'll also get ex- get Extreme Sisters, oh. a show I needed uh, Dramamine to get through. Ooh, I and see they're coming out with one like people that are close to their mother in laws. Oh, yeah. that's going to be fucking bonkers. Like mother in laws slash sister in laws. It's going to be like Olivia and Kim Plath before they hated one another. <laughs> it's going to be great. Speaking of, you get that on the eight dollar tier too. We just wrapped up our Plathville season. Yes, and on the fifteen dollar tier, that's our that's our video tour, tier right now. That's where you get uh, you get a video of us doing the ninety day fiance podcast. And also, if you're into the class list, we actually do a watch along, kind of our version of pillow talk, pillow biter talk, pillow biter talk, where we're watching ninety day fiance class for the first season. time for the first time because we've never seen it. Yeah. The the. Uh, a classic clip of that is when we, when we finally we, it was revealed to us that Nicole had cheated on Azen. She he's oh, cheated. She did. We freaked the <laughs> fuck out. I had to walk off out of camera frame. Remember when <laughs> I knew this already? But you should have seen Poodle's face when he found out Molly was already married. Oh, you were gung gunked. That was nuts. It was nuts. I'm I'm sad to say goodbye to this season. Me too. It was a great season. Anyway, so yeah. y'all, that's all that's it's going so on. Hard so to say goodbye to trash bags. Hefty. So, should we talk about the show? Yeah, I think that's. <laughs> My bother. I think that's it. Let's this talk is about Below Deck Five. Down in- Something's fishy. Is that- oh. I didn't look at the title, but hearing Something's that makes me fishy. laugh. Because I said this to Poodle before we start. Y'all. I've never met a woman named Eunice who's that beautiful <laughs> on the outside. But ugly on the oh, inside. She's a harpy on the inside. Yeah, Just she's awful. horrible. Yep. Horrible. And because of her, I had McDonald's today for lunch because she said <laughs> she wanted it. And then that's all I thought about. I must say this too. Thank God that Ryan is finally getting human <laughs> trash bags as a charter guest. Human garbage. I hate him. We Chandelier have, we have for that. a whole charter of elitist, fake wealth. Uh, and that's what Toomey said. Re- I like being around real rich people because they'll never tell you where they got things. And that is the fucking it's truth. This fucking queen in a robe keeps saying Morocco. Him and his fucking Morocco, shorty robe. Morocco. Y'all, he's real bad in bed. And Terrible. he does freaky deaky stuff. And that poor bottom and it is goes just nowhere. It goes nowhere. <laughs> and the poor bottom is just sitting there getting their balls electrified, going, <laughs> When can I go home? Please. Are you going to kill me? No, this is only step four in step the process. Four. There I, is 11 steps. I got this dildo in Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Limited edition. It's Gucci. For your coochie. <laughs> Gucci should make dildos. This, Gucci for your coochie. Y'all, this piece of we shit. We just gave them branding. And Eunice. I think they just found Eunice on Instagram. I think so. They're like, can you act awful? Sure. Yeah. Can you act like just, can you be a villain? So before they before they come out, um, and y'all remember we said last week, or we said on uh, Below Deck Med and Below, I think Below Deck Med last week, we, we're going to start scheduling, but we will be having our, mar- our interview Marcos, with Marcos. Someone just wandered randomly into his restaurant without me. Didn't mean to. <laughs> Didn't mean to, but I did. Um, but anyway, so Jamie, um, Jamie messaged us on Instagram. Because we posted our girth boat meme. Which TikTok, TikTok took down. 
TikTok took down our Garth boat meme. Y'all, when they're the, homophobic. The TikTok gods giveth and they taketh away. Well, they, it's, it's karma. Isn't it a Chinese company? I, I think it is a Chinese Doesn't company. Doesn't get it then. Hard to I be gay in China. I can't figure out why they took it down because we didn't say anything dirty, did we? Someone reported it. Y'all, if you're, li- if you're watching a, or listening to the Girth Boat and you get offended, fuck off. You need <laughs> to have an orgasm for the first time in your life because you've got problems. Bless your heart. Go get finger blasted. <laughs> yes. Just yeah. Ask your priest. <laughs> Poodle and I are a little venomous today, y'all. I know. We're like vipers just circling around going. God knows what I'm going to say. Jason. My fangs are dripping. Jason left us a voice memo saying. Jamie. I'm sorry. Jamie left a voice memo memo saying how much he liked the video. I really liked it. Uh, You guys are really funny. And he said something like. a couple of people. He said it was fucking hilarious. And he said hilarious. And I, my dick moved. Ooh. 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 Y'all. Ooh. We, you, you think he might get an OnlyFans after this? I'm hoping, praying, You'll Jamie. Be the next subscriber. If you're listening, I'll be your first subscriber. Uh, I'll be the then, first person you block too. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then, can you just send me some of the other pictures? Because no, I'm not, I'm not you're paying subscribe. for it. He's no. a businessman. No, no. So, anyway, y'all. However, love Jamie. He's real hot, but. What did you think of this is my first tea bag? Y'all, if you're new to the show, we don't do the whole thing. We don't, we do, we do don't a, synopsize. We, we just kind of little tea bags. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you I don't know how I felt about the way he they just got read the riot act by Captain uh, Jason. Yeah. And how did you feel about the way Jamie kind of He just wrote things in his little motivated pad, like, his team. Do better. <laughs> see, That's what I expected him to write in his yellow pad. See, I thought he was writing Chest press times three. Oh, I thought yeah. he was like riding a work. It's one of those little books they use in the gym. Yep. But I don't know. I felt like, what did you think about the way he kind of. Oh, I, I don't think anything's going to improve because he's not specific. It was not inspiring to he, at all. Actually, what he did do after that is showed everyone. He took everyone through their paces about. That was the great. Jetskis, and I think he's decided he knew he had to do. Kind of an education thing for everybody. That was there. great, but in this moment, he just kind of said, "Do quicker. Use your experience. No, you can do it." Was, and I went, "This is going to help at all." That so I'm was, glad to see that, that follow was because up because Jason was in earshot. I think. Ah, uh, yeah. I don't know if he's going to give us the level of leadership, bosun leadership that we that a lot of times is expected on these ships. So here's so. my question. You're you've watched more seasons of Below Deck. Yeah. I just started like a year ago. Yeah. With Below Deck Med and Captain Sandy and What um, a start. But now <laughs> and Malia yeah. is a bosun. Yeah, she's very effective. Who I have to say though, Malia was a pretty good Oh yeah, she's she's very good at her job. Very, I know a lot of people have problems with her, but she's very good bosun. Very, bosun'd. very on it. And but what some job. people say, looking this and seeing the rest of the bosuns we've had, not I'm not talking about Ray Gun on this season of Below Deck Med. <laughs> She's horrible, abysmal. Oh, poor Ray Gun. But I feel like a lot of bosuns are less hands-on. Is Malia too hand-holdy as a bosun? I would say no. No, I, I thought she was supportive and really great. Uh, they're usually dicks. Who they're are the dicks? Who are the well-known? Because we had Eddie. Eddie. I thought he was a pretty decent bosun. Um, I don't think he was you terrible. Had, you've had others like Zhao. 
um, uh, who's South African, who's a dick. Hot. Um, y- yes, until you get to know him, uh, and okay. then you realize what an absolute misogynist he is, mm. and uh, he's really hot though. Uh, yeah, you would still let him dick you down. Yeah, and then there's Kelly, uh, from like season two. A lot of them are dicks. I I think. I think that's and so that's why I was asking. Yeah. I think my very first introduction was Malia, and then we did Below Deck Med, and then on Below Deck it was Eddie, who are not dicks. Well, Eddie tries to be everyone's best friend, but he comes off as dickish. But he is his dickishness is far below some of the others. And the last season we saw, though, you even said then that was like the le- less that was dicky. His, that was the best dick. So that's what yeah. I guess I get. I'm getting to. I think I had a false impression when we started the yeah. show that. Bosons are really pretty uh, hands on and very hands on and very helpful and, and nice. And I'm now no. going, oh, I don't think that's the case. They no, usually of, the other deck crew members kind of resent them. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I, that okay. That sorry, that was a long tea bag, but I kind of needed that to flesh out. Yeah. In general, I should say I, I should ship story. It it, it it varies from season to season. Okay. Um, Med has been helped because Malia's been there for a while, um, and. I'm trying to think who was Boson earlier in those in those seasons. I think it was I think Wes. No, Wes was a Wes was on deck crew with her. Um uh but yeah, the OG below deck has had a history of shitty bosons. Okay. Or just they've actually been effective, but they're such assholes. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Well so yeah. sorry y'all, that was a long one, but I kinda wanted and maybe some of you two that are new. What's yeah. your what's your teabag poods? My next one is Benny ordering a garden salad <laughs> at this really nice restaurant. Did you have the same reaction as when I ordered a saddle at a bar salad at a barbecue restaurant? You know, it's a little different. I think I kind of understand if you're not very hungry or you are watching your you're watching your weight or you're you're being health conscious. I think you can get a lot of things, but a garden salad really is the just the middle of the road of of what a wet restaurant has to option. That is the re- that is the option that they have for your um, your anorexic friend who and, is there. I don't who even only think the middle of the road. I think yeah. it's like bottom of the road, which is why. Talk about a callback. It's such a wonderful, great thing when Eunice says to Ryan. Can I just can get I, a garden salad? Which a salad? You, you know is the most fucking insulting thing to him. Oh, it's possible. Oh, Because anyone can do a garden salad. Anyone can do. Magda could do a garden salad. <laughs> and y'all, she can't do a lot. <laughs> she has a hard time. God, it was such a great scene when they're like, this could not have been replicated. I almost started the show this way, but I would have taken props. And you know me and props. Uh, Oh, good. Where where Jason says, everybody ready? Here we go. And Magda (laughs) drops all the champagne. Clack, 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 clack. (laughs) That's something Poodle would do, by the way. Yeah, I'm I'm a dropper. I am a dropper. I I have to say, a tray I drop things. I think they should use stemless champagne glasses although i agree with you what they're doing on below deck med i think it's smarter to do little welcome shots welcome shots but then also you're not having things on stem yes that are all falling yes or if you're gonna do champagne it's, it's the glamour of champagne glasses. i would maybe use the ones the glasses that are what are they called the ones that looks like the a woman's was it marie antoinette's breast 
or something like that. That's what, what? they're. That's what those champagne glasses, those one champagne glasses that are kind of like art, the ones they used a lot in the 40s and 30s. Oh, yeah. I think those were, were kind of those kind of aged out because now I think stemless glasses are great for wine. They don't look good for champagne. They just don't. No, they don't. They yeah. don't. No, but just come at me. If somebody's a, 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 a what, Sab? A Sauv. Som. If someone's a sommelier or sommelier. something like that. I think those glasses, they, they're, they're formed after someone in French royalty's tit. I'll have to. I think literally. I'll I have think to that's do, true. I'm, you know, I'm not a sommelier. So Somebody shocking. might know. Possibly. And anyway, that that garden salad order. I don't know a lot about tits. I need to put that out there. <laughs> and I and I think it's okay to order a salad wherever you're going. Don't maybe order a salad when your best friend is having a birthday and you're at a barbecue restaurant. So my next tea bag. Yeah. You told me you forgave me for that. Remember, our very responsible, reasonable lesbian friend did a mediation with us. I'm kind and of over it. it. I'm kind of over it now. <laughs> Y'all, my next tea bag is we're getting shirtless captain. God. God bless. He did you see pictures oh. of him when he was young? There's been some pictures of him. You look like a movie. I wanna suck your dick. I saw uh. your pictorials <laughs> when you were young. Uh, he's really hot. Let me motorboat you in this light. <laughs> Sorry. I could go all in this. <laughs> I love the Billy Gilman version of that song. It makes me cry. The uh, Billy Gilman recorded that. You never heard Billy Gilman singing that on The Voice? Oh, yeah. I do remember that now. Oh, my. You go- shared it. I shared it with you, and you went, <gasps> we need to go I see him that. live. <laughs> I'm sure he's playing at a state fair. I would love a state <laughs> fair. I would buy you a Twinkie for going with to, me. I'd have to roll you out of there. You'd eat so much food. I can't eat that fair food, but you can have some. <laughs> Not the deep. Fr- I've never had a deep fried Oreo. I've never had a deep fried Twinkie. I've never had any of that deep fried shit because it just makes it me want to. Makes sh- me sick. Shit, my. You've yeah. had it? No, all that stuff. Yeah. Does it taste good? It tastes delicious. Really? You just, you just can't eat a lot of it. Oh. Yeah. No. Oh. You say that, but you hear cut to you like with your chocolate all over your mouth. A deep fried Twix? Yes. I don't want maybe. Yeah, you'd eat that. Yeah. yeah you, Do you, they you, fry it in like corn dough bread? Or corn dog bread? Oh, uh, no. It's usually like almost like funnel cake a lot of times. Oh. Yeah. That, you? That, your tune changed now. <laughs> Y'all, if you want to see Poodle go fucking crazy, it's. I, Give him the smell of funnel cake. I can't. I'm not responsible for who I am around a funnel cake. I am not responsible. You smell that kind of yeasty, donutty, like powdered sugar blend. It's like a full-on crack addict, y'all. His yeah, eyes get I, so big. Yeah, it's not. It's it's. I I I, I apologize in advance. Funnel cakes. Uh, are is, is an invention that happened, and God just looked down and said, that was good. <laughs> there are very few things I can honestly say that was perfect. But God is like, I got to say, y'all did good there. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's that, that's 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 a funnel cake I got for my own heart here. He, that and David Beckham. Ooh, it's a good one too. Yeah, he went. That is good. Yeah, and a really good martini. <laughs> God's like that's so funnel cakes. <laughs> David Beckham. And a really, really well-made martini, Fitty, yeah. which is like they, they you just you just like waft the vermouth over it. You just like drop the bot, the drag yeah. the bottle. It's perfectly, perfectly shaken and cold. Yeah, not a ton of olive juice. Not one of those salt licks. Yeah, I need to move on because oh, I'm starting know. to get thirsty. <laughs> um. Anyway, what's so? My, it's your you my, did, your turn. Jason. I said Captain. Okay. What do you think about? Ryan being loud at dinner. This is just like the worst part of Philly coming out. Hashtag Ryan. It's just and hashtag I Ryan. I don't know if you've seen it. He had been drinking a lot before. Yeah, he was drunk. You could tell yeah. he was drunk. Um, he's like, I'm. It's like I'm gonna be loud. I'm not gonna change for anybody. And Asia's let like, me be who I am, accepted or not. Asia's like, you need to have some self awareness. <laughs> my name's I don't give a fuck. I'm that's, just saying you didn't have some self-awareness. Well, what Aisha doesn't know is that the um, slogan of Philly is, we don't give a fuck. <laughs> if you've ever been to and Philly. And we'll fight you. And we'll fight you. You'll figure that out that's, real quick. That's, that's over the city. We it don't is. give a fuck. Yeah, we don't give a fuck, Philly. Don't get me wrong. What'd you say about Rocky? Yeah, I fucking <laughs> love Philadelphia. That's underneath it. <laughs> Y'all, of, of all the cities we toured at, that was the only one that said, we didn't know what song you were going to do, but it better not be about Rocky. Yes. No. And I was like, even even my Uber driver, I was like, yeah, I got to go back and get our um, our boxer costume. She's like, yeah, you're going to be a Rocky bit? And I was like, yeah. She's like, better not clown on Rocky. No one's going <laughs> to like that. I didn't ask her opinion. <laughs> no. She just told me she just how told- to do my show. She did. And luckily, we weren't clowning on we Rocky. We were not clowning we were, on Rocky. We were celebrating Rocky. I need to bring back the phrase, don't clown on Rocky. Don't clown on Rocky. <laughs> Y'all, I, again, I, 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 she, she was adamant. Even before I left, she's like, have a good show. Don't clown on Rocky. She did. <laughs> she might be a listener now. May I doubt she it. Liked, she liked the, me talking about the podcast. Oh, she did? Yeah, she wanted to know everything. Well, remember, she wanted a good it's tip. It's not like me. It's not, fell I'm into not, that. I'm she not, wanted a good no, tip, look, and I'm you just like you. fell into that. I'm not like you, and I don't start like having diarrhea of the mouth as soon as I get in I don't Uber. do that. You have to drag it out of me because no. I don't want to talk to strangers. Rude. No, I, I will if they if they ask me questions. And I, I, I will get talkative if it's something they want to know about, but I don't start sharing. Yeah. I just want to connect with people. I just assume no one gives a shit about my life. That is Philly. Yeah. Uh, everyone's got their own life. They do. And their own problems. They do. They do. But, you know, maybe, maybe it's good just to be a little bit of an ear sometimes for people. They just want to ask you. They just want to ask you what's a good eyeshadow color, and you can direct them to that. You know, you already start telling them. That's well, the difference. Well, Anyway, if, if someone has a beautiful hazel eye, I'm going to tell them a nice plum eyeliner is going to be perfect. <laughs> I just. I Preferably the one at Chanel. It's one of my favorites. I just don't want to. I want to respect, respect people's boundaries and not and not invade too much. And I, I honestly don't. It's not that I don't care about their life, but we're OK. Not we're OK. The universe meant us not to know one another. 
It's okay. Yeah, we originally, we're supposed to be in our little caves. You're right. I get yes. that. I get that. Yes. I get that. Um, but anyway, I I wanted to say talk about Ryan, and they do say his he, he his, it's, this really forms his philosophy. He's like, my dad passed at fifty one. He worked his ass off, and I can see how that would make you very angry, and it would make you like have a chip on your shoulder, and but not. Shouldn't make you an arrogant jerk like you always I are. I can't. I'm kind of. This is becoming a trend now, and re, I think reality stars. And this is a. I'm going to fault no, this the, for producers the chef, too. The asshole chef trend has been around for about. No, 15 no, no. I'm going to say something. Um, but I think it's part of production. I think what's happening in reality TV, and I kind of think this is happening across the board. Honestly, with this whole. God bless her. You know we, y'all know we love Brene Brown. The Gifts of Imperfection. Read that book, Darren Gray. Read them all. But this idea of vulnerability, people feel like, well, vulnerability is for me telling you something happened in my past, right? That made me the way I am. That's not vulnerability. And that gives me carte blanche to act this horrific way because yeah. mommy didn't love me when I was seven and take me to the bowling alley to go get a hamburger there because she said I was too chubby. I'm sure that's not a personal story. Not at all. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> and I bet that bowling alley had the best burgers. Well, you know what? Bolorama's closed now and I can't ever go back. <laughs> but, but you know what? Doesn't matter. That's making excuses. Because... That's actually making it. That's what's going to. It's making an excuse. I agree. Vulnerability. It would be if Ryan said, "You know what? I'm screaming right now. I'm being an asshole because I don't want to look stupid in front of any of you." Yeah. Someone's or, here. You know, someone's at Poodle's door, so we're going to take a commercial. <laughs> Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. JD Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle? Or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. To all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. 
so catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the song Finch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Song Finch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Song Finch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of -of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. And find your happy Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners We know you get tired of waiting Reality Gaze is coming to you So no more complaining To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed to all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find your happy. Have hope, have hope. Keep going, queens. Okay, so let's talk about this Toomey and Jason thing. Jamie. <laughs> Sorry. This is going to be a problem for you. I get typing Jason. <laughs> So that's it. Yeah. Y'all, I read what I write. Yeah. No, you you confused it once. I could write down Fernando. Fernando. And I would just keep typing it. Anyway. um, So, first of all, I want to know, and this is maybe a bigger question, but Jamie doesn't think it's a big deal to get into the hot tub with the guest. Right. I thought it was a huge deal. Like Toomey, Toomey did. Toomey thinks it's a huge deal. I want to know, too, like, not that I'm saying boating has evolved that much, but is it also from the standpoint that it's still a little bit okay for men to get sexualized a little, where people kind of are knowing now you don't do that to women. You wouldn't ask a woman to go inside the jacuzzi. And so when they were talking, I feel like 
I think y'all are both coming from two different worlds of Toomey's this beautiful woman who it's she feels way differently and has way less privilege than a hot man that can just walk into a hot tub and and uh, take I, a picture. I don't see it as based on gender at all. It, I'm just yeah. saying, no, I'm but saying yeah. it shouldn't be based on gender. Let me no, clarify that. No, I, but they're perspectives. I'm saying that it wouldn't matter to Toomey if it was a man or a woman who got in the hot tub. Yes. It's still staff with guests in the hot tub that looks like they're having a good time. I agree with that. But I feel like just with like, with, I feel like is Jamie just not getting it because he's a... But, I think just, I didn't understand why they both couldn't understand each other on this. I think so Jamie is – I think Toomey is coming from a very uh, – she's from South Africa. So a very in, – in hospitality, you work in a very striated system. You, you, you want to serve the guests. You never, ever go above your, your rank as fraternizing with the guests. She, she was – she's all about propriety. Mm-hmm. And Jamie is not. Jamie mm-hmm. says you should be able to. It's if the guests want an experience, you give them an experience. Like she said about Ryan, she wished he would go to finishing school. Exactly. She comes from so that world, th- so and she I, was raised. She talks about her mother raised her that way. I think these. This is two very different ways of looking at the world of service. And one of def, which she belongs to is definitely older and more established. Mm-hmm. And this whole Jamie's this idea of anything goes if it's for the guests. And yeah, I think I think in the in the second model, Jamie's way of doing things, you have a lot more room to get in trouble. But yeah, the lines are blurring. It's also Australians, which who are a lot less formal about yeah. things. Like we see on Below Deck Med this season, we see that I think Kyle literally makes out with one of the guests. He's South African. Oh, he is South African. <laughs> Sorry, I just shot you down like right away. But I don't, know, yeah, I don't know what they're. But but we do see like this is a theme we're seeing of people overstepping bounds with guests. Yes, yeah. Would if a group of guests were some hunky shirtless men and they asked you to get in a hot tub, would you? You know, I would be so concerned about keeping my job mm-hmm. that I probably wouldn't. What if it was especially if there were cameras? <laughs> what if it was someone who looked like Jake Gyllenhaal or Ryan Gosling? Uh, I would turn the cameras off. <laughs> Oops, camera fell in the water. Ruined. Yeah, I'd find a way. <laughs> yeah. But I, I want to make it clear. I'm team Toomey in this. No, I yeah. I am too. I mean, I, I see I'm team Toomey too because... I think that, like, I think Jamie is looking at it from the perspective. I don't mean to go into all, but I just think Jamie's looking at it from an Australian straight white guy perspective. Like, that's a totally different perspective of you can you can bend the rules and do, you can but do like, anything when, you want. Yeah, when Agree. you're if I was a gay person on the boat, I'm like, I've got to like stick to the rules. Yeah, Timmy, and like, Timmy knows you need to you need to everyone needs their place. Yeah, yeah, and this. like, and so, I, yeah, I'm on. So, but as we see, I think a, a fallacy of Jamie is he doesn't always. He comes back around maybe a little bit later, but he doesn't see people's perspectives really great. No, especially if he's been drinking. Yeah, yeah. Which later, this is kind of going forward, but later he does. I don't know if he he doesn't really apologize to her. He just says. 
Well, he said, I'm sorry. He does sorry. apologize. Yeah. He writes her gives some her kind a, of note. And he gives her a heart. And says something in Afrikaans. Yes. I mean, yeah. so, like, and he, oh, and so they seem to be all fine now. Yeah, I think she's, even with Culver, she's like, I'm not going to get, I'm not going to get anyone into trouble. I'm going to let this slide. But you know what? A lot of this came up for me, too, is Jay, uh, Jamie was almost acting as if he, in a weird way, he didn't want this to get up to Captain. Yeah, I agree. And I thought, if it's not a problem, then what's the big deal if the Captain knows about this? What What did you think, just to go further in this, reunion. what did you think of Jamie saying to, 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 to me, you should not have told Bertini, you should have come to me? Um, I can actually see his point there. The, I, I agree with that. I yeah. think because what I think what Jamie is trying to avoid, and this is rightly so, Boat gossip. He's just trying yep. to gossip, and then people getting all upset about things when she should have came to him, yep. and he could have said, "My department, it's not a problem for me, but it's noted," and that's kind of the way boats work. It, it. He probably would have handled it the same exact way he did, but she wouldn't have been been kind of starting it's not that it's gossip she she was she said i was upset about it so i told someone however you told Brittini, who is going to spread it around and then people are going to get their feelings hurt and unfortunately jamie told culver about it and then he so he did the he also made it worse by telling culver that toomey thought he was in the wrong so it just but at the way though I don't know if he made it worse I feel like I kind of thought he sh he found out about that I kind of thought that he that was actually maybe a good thing he did because he went to Culver and said because I think he was thinking if this gets back to him oh I see I'm what letting you're him saying. know like this is not, not a problem, problem for me, me. I want to squash I this see. now I thought it was before just it goes gossip, up the race but I understand that because yeah. you're right I do see that it wasn't even like Toomey was venting to another stew. She was venting to someone on the deck crew. Yeah, who is her roommate? Who is her roommate? But still, that could does that make Bratini look at Culver like? Right. So I see where Jamie's coming from. He's trying to keep his team together. Yeah, I agree. He's already got to deal with fucking Benny. <sighs> um, I the next thing I have is it's time for another episode of what of below Poodle's playpen. Deck. Oh God. Oh. Theater. In this next version of Below Deck Theater, I'll be playing the role of Captain Jason. You'll be playing the role of Benny. Benny. And and Benny is starting to is making some noodles. Yes, Benny is making some noodles. And saying, hey there, Benny, what you doing with the, oh, what, what do you, right. no, you have to I'm put just, a plate on there. making some noodles, you have to put making a some ramen. You have to put what? a plate on, on top You're of your making, noodles. What do you mean, making, you have to let them plate. steep. What do you mean, steep, what steep mean? What Wait a minute, did mean? your mother, oh, did your what? mother and father not teach you now how to make no noodles? You open the package, you put the noodles and you steep them. What you, but what did your mother and father teach you? Uh, both my parents did, did die oh. this year. Oh. Just no, died. it could Still have been fresh. this year. Oh, yeah, it's real oh. fresh. In fact, yeah, died, how'd they die? If you don't died mind me in, asking, uh, in a, a, a noodle noodle factory oh. accident. Yeah, that's why I try oh. to eat noodle. Makes me think of them. Oh, 
So I, I really up, stepped in it, didn't I? Yeah, my father wanted to always be a captain, but uh, noodle money oh. doesn't go far. So uh. he just kept working at the noodle. He's going to retire so how, next year yeah. and buy a boat. And That's kind of why I'm here. How, how do they die, if you don't mind me? Like, what happened to them? Uh, let's just say... Um, uh, let's just say that uh, Roma had to do a recall of noodles <laughs> for about two months. Yeah, I got stuff I need to do on the captain's bridge now that you made me feel like yeah. shit. <laughs> All right, well, they died. Yeah, they died. And scene. <laughs> I wouldn't do that because it was absolutely brutal. It was brutal. <laughs> We're not make, obviously making fun of the way. I, we don't no, know no, how no. to experience the best way. That was really horrible. My dad just died, so I get it. But, but it was, he's like. Captain was just like. That's just one of those things you kind of say when you're ribbing people. And Ben is like, they're dead. And it's kind of like. Because you don't think that because he's so young. Yeah. You would think it would be okay to say that. It'd be kind of like when, like when Poodle made fun of Sandy Duncan's glass eye when he was in a choir <laughs> and she heard him and called him out in front of everyone. No, that was just asshole behavior. <laughs> that just... Of you, not her. No, that was, that was me. <laughs> That's my favorite And pointed story. at saying, it's this one. You were like saying, Poodle said, which one? Y'all, because he can't whisper. I... Every whisper for me is like a stage whisper on the stage of the Muni in St. Louis. Huge, <laughs> huge outdoor theater. I have to make that stage whisper go to 10,000 people. And he's, what you said, she has a glass eye. She has a glass eye. I wonder which one it is. And she turned around and said, it's the left one. Yeah. And, <laughs> and just stared at me. And I actually shrank. <laughs> I wish there was a camera there to see your face just go. Just mouth. I bet your mouth was open. I, I, I think I probably just looked down or something and thought. thought and I, I almost said, she said it. My friend Sarah. <laughs> Can I? You know, for my like, I've already turned 40. So for my 50th birthday. In, the, in a year? Yours will be 60. <laughs> 43. Can I fly to South Carolina? Because your mother won't fly here because she hates it. Um, can <laughs> I tell her fly that story? to South Carolina? And you just tell her that story that I just watch her reaction. She would say, oh, my God. God. <laughs> that's so embarrassing. Why would you say that? I, that's really embarrassing that my child would do that. It'll go back on her somehow. God. Cheaper, how's that make me feel? Oh, I would love it. It's somehow get back to her. Oh, I would love uh, it. I want to just have one little... Uh, I, I, actually, you go first, and then I'll do my next one. Um, I want to say good on Aisha, because she, I think, is doing a smart thing. Y'all, Magda's not pulling her weight. No, this was a great move. Keep Laundry going. move is terrible, and so she does two things. She talks to the students, and she said... I'm going to swap you both. And she said, um, I'm going to swap you both. <laughs> but you're going to switch shifts. Because Toomey is second. Yeah. And she said, and she approached it as, Toomey, I'm going to give you a little bit of a break. And Toomey later on goes, thank God I'm not serving like, these fucking assholes. Yeah. But she does that. And Magda goes, okay. And then Toomey, she later goes to Toomey and says, hey, I hope there wasn't an offense. I, you're I need doing to keep my, great. I need to keep my eye on her. And Toomey gets it, y'all. No, I this think, is this is so smart. Aisha's doing a great job. 
I kind of think Toomey's the smartest person on this boat. But like she sees. Oh, yeah. She sees the big picture of everything. She's one of my favorites. Yeah, I really like her too a yeah. lot. And um, but so then we find out, I mean, it's kind of like uh kind of going off of this tea bag, like a secondary tea, a double tea bag. A double tea bag. Um always an exquisite maneuver. It is to 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 um, Matt does never really Drinks. Before, drinks before. <laughs> she said she on the last boat, what a she, cocktail is. She said on the last boat, she was only a yoga and dance instructor. <laughs> also, personal trainer. Don't forget, per- y'all. This she is woefully this unqualified. Just made sense. I went when yeah. she said that. I went. How did you get this job? Casting. That's that's the third that- stew lottery. It the, is. The third stew lottery is your color, kind of like the one who's going to kind of fuck up or the one who's going to be good TV. Now, I, the third stew. I don't. Or the third deckhand member. I don't think she's going to leave or get kicked off or anything like that. I don't think she's that. I feel like she can learn, but. Everyone I, likes her too much. Yeah. Yeah. And Ryan wants to fuck her too much. So they're going to keep that on for her. I think unless the only thing she would leave voluntarily because her mental state couldn't take it. But yeah, but I don't think she wants to do that because y'all, she loves her boyfriend, but she really doesn't want to see him too much. She wants nope. to be able to flirt and fuck other people. Yeah. yeah. She doesn't know it yet. Um, I want to say that the people, the, the jobs of this charter could not better express who they are. Um, we find out of uh, the that uh, uh, that the that these people are. He is a Kamir is a uh, no Kamir. Yeah, is it Kamir? Am I getting that wrong? Uh, Kareem. 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 Kareem is a global concierge. I think cool. that's the same. It's close to Jeff uh, Jesse as being a. Uh, okay. What was it? What, what did Jess? What it was Jesse called? A. Uh, uh, global, uh, he said that global travel something. influencer, no, yeah, or, or something. something. Like that. It's yeah. awful. It's awful. Um, and there's someone in crypto because, of course, there is. Yeah, they're not on this boat now. <laughs> Just disgusting people. Times is hard. Oh, there's a grinder notification. Well, turn it down. <laughs> Look at a dick pic later. Anyway, y'all, just, this y'all, guy walks on the boat, human garbage, wearing a robe, a shorty robe, not just a robe, a shorty robe. He wears this robe, and he immediately starts talking like about Mr. Howell from where it's Gilligan's from, Island. and there's only like, <laughs> Love you, never, there's a, you never saw that show, right? A glimpse. But you know, yeah, Mr. Howell, he has a pop. He's a lover. What do you think, lover? Everybody looks like. Oh, I, oh, babe. What was it today? Yes. They, she looked like oh, this. They all look like the version of Clue, but on an island. Yes. It was, uh, a, it was a weird concept. Uh, oh. Lover. <laughs> Stephen Schwartz. No, what? No. Uh, Sherwood Schwartz. Sherwood Schwartz. <laughs> you know that great. Sitcom from Stephen Schwartz, Lost in the Wilderness. Did you ever watch Sea Eagle fly to the sun and wonder why they got marooned on an island? Because I got shipwrecked with you. Because I was stranded with you. I have been changed. Oh, Gilligan, my little buddy. 
This is a niche musical theater joke that only three people are going to get. It was a little Children of Eden for you and then some Wicked. <sighs> I met Steve Schwartz once. Steven. Well, my friend, he was with Alan Menken, and Alan said, meet my friend Steve. Bad toop. And I said. Terrible toupee. Yeah. but One of the but, worst in the business. But still, in a way, kind of handsome. He is, yeah. Yeah. Is he gay? Yes. Yeah, I got that vibe. The way he looked at me. Actually, he has a son with a woman, but he yeah, I might too. Uh, um, by, by all rights, he's gay. Yeah, he was handsome. Yeah, he, he took the tip to pay off. I'd hit it. <laughs> I get that wicked dick. One one of the worst in the business, y'all. One of the oh, was worst he a terrible toupees. person. No, one of the worst. Oh, 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 he was very nice. He's it's not he's a terrible person. I I've done. He was. Uh, he actually critiqued one of my pieces. Uh, for a, a conference once, and he said had some really nice things to say. Oh, um, nice. A little, a, a little of it was a little bit like it's like composers, you can't. It was talking about something not in my piece, but so composers, you can't let this 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 line hit. This is just a really awkward rhyme, and I'm like, you mean like, uh, and I had set a vision almost like a prophecy. That that was in my head going, yeah, that's good. a lot of wicked. This is a third draft. Not a full show. It's a third draft. Okay. Again, more niche We're going to get hate mail, and this isn't Poodle's Broadway Corner yet. Not yet. Not yet. He's saving up, y'all. He's getting information. I think on the next... No, that's classless. On the next time, I'll talk about the Bridgerton musical copyright issue. I actually think you should start making videos on your own Instagram. Because you don't do anything on your own Instagram. I I think you could put Poodle's Broadway Corner on your Just Instagram. Just because you don't want it on this show. A little. But actually, no. I think like you could do the videos that people do where they're talking to the camera and the words come up. And I think it would be a big hit. Maybe. I'm just trying to invest in your career. Just more work. I think you're, it'd blow up. You take can out you, can 10 you minutes them? of looking at dick. You just hold your phone up and do it. I don't know. I think I need a producer. <sighs> so... <laughs> I don't even remember. What I was, oh, that's my tea bag. So there, Kareem is walking around with this robe, saying and basically said, "Look, can we move these little angels? They're it's just scary, too, too scary, too gothic. Whatever, it freaks me out. It's very eighties. He keeps talking about the boat, how it's not decorated right. It all doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that fifteen people in the world only have this fucking robe. Who the fuck cares?" There's a there's a name that everyone needs to remember because it's the name that's going to take down Ryan, and that name is what Poodle Eunice Eunice. I will, Bubba. I will, <laughs> yeah. I told you, Bubba. Yo, Mama's family, Carol Burnett. Sorry, Mama. Vicky Lawrence. That's what I expect a Eunice to look like. Me, that's what a Eunice should look that, like. But this woman, I have a does, great aunt, Eunice. She's dead. So oh. yeah. Most Eunices are dead. <laughs> Most Eunices are dead. So, but you know someone is going to send us a picture of the little baby that was just born named Eunice. Anybody? Uh, Eunice? I don't dislike the name. Eunice. I like the name and well enough. I just don't know. I, I, it's like one of those names where it just never sounds young. No, it's over, over 80. It's like the name Bert. You don't have a... And go, look a little Bert. 
it, that you could almost have a little Bert as a little tiny boy, but it's either a little kid or uh, someone over yeah. eighty. Can't imagine in the middle. Fifteen-year-old Bert. Can you imagine a fifteen-year-old email skater teen and a skinny brother like, "Hey, man, what's your name?" He's like, "Bert." Bert. Nope. Doesn't nope. make sense. There's not a forty-something tech bro named Bert. That's kind of true because you can't imagine like a cheerleader hit cheer. What's your name, Eunice? No. No, no. Unless it's super niche, like someone someone names uh, only old people names. I mean, my grandma's name was Hazel, and I could imagine a Hazel. Hazel is a more popular name for kids. To, I mean, my other grandma was Maybell, and I could imagine a Maybell. That is so country. No, <laughs> not Maybell. Maybell sounds like she fell out the turnip truck. <laughs> well, she was racing that wagon most of her life as a boy. <laughs> oh my God, I love that story. <laughs> it's a good story. That, I think I've told you that before. My grandma, y'all, my great-grandma, my nanny, she went into a mental institution. And so... Uh, Could my, never see that. My grandma Maybell, I know, my grandma Maybell's daddy... They used, in my family, we call those nervous hospitals. Oh, yeah. Daddy, his, <laughs> I don't remember his last name, but his, their last name is King. So Daddy King, Daddy King raised her, like, underneath, they were under the bridge or something like that, but... <laughs> But they like a troll. They lived in a while for a covered in a covered wagon, but kind of like Natty Gan or something like that. Like that story, yeah. The he journey made, of Natty Gan. Yeah, God, I love that. He made her cut her hair and wear boys' clothing because he didn't want her to get raped. She was so she was raised. She as was a raised boy. as a boy for like seven years of her life until she was like fifteen years old, and then she was. What if someone wanted to a rape girl? a boy? Well. <laughs> Maybell was shit out of luck. <laughs> we should get back on, to, on topic. Wow. It's true. Wow. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, y'all, that's... Where are we? Anyway, let's talk about... We can, I'm sure we both have a shared teabag of Eunice and the Ryan takedown. So, uh, so you guys... Baramundi that he's trying to serve them. Baramundi. 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 Uh, B or a B? B. Okay. Is a very mild fish in general if it serves fresh, which I imagine everyone's getting the freshest fish possible. Probably. Um, Maybe her fish had something. She'd already decided, you guys, that... She she knows she's on TV. when When she says things like, I only eat fish, so it's great. What do you think she only eats? Is it like stuff like flounder, which is almost no taste, or like cod? Oh, no, it's fish sticks. Oh. <laughs> she wanted McDonald's. That's true. That's like, that's how shitty her she taste She loves is. a fucking fish Friday at McDonald's. Again, she's the reason why I had a Big Mac today. I hope she's happy. Yeah, I'm sure she's the reason. <laughs> um. So, uh, but I, I just need to say, even if you could say, bring me a new piece of fish, I think that would have been fine. The, you always make no, a little extra. No, she wanted to make the stank face and say, it smells fishy. Yeah. She couldn't eat it. And so, so yeah, yeah. She said, just bring me a salad. Bring me a salad. bring me a salad. And she's like, I'd really love to have McDonald's. How about some scrambled eggs? Y'all, she already came. By the way, Ryan knew it was going to be her. He said, because it's always the person that comes to the galley that's going to be, in his words, the bitchy one. He's right. He's He is very right. And whereas, so she doesn't like it. Ryan takes it personally. But yes, I want to say that 
later on they're having another Ryan's decided if she only likes fish, he's serving fish on every single menu. <laughs> this is not a good uh, this is not and a good Aisha idea. Aisha says, This is not a good idea. I don't know what's gonna happen. Here. I don't know what's gonna happen. And she's like, I'm by my tongue. Oh boy. I do like Aisha a lot. I just She's love her. I just love her voice. She does. <laughs> my name's Aisha. Aisha. Um so Oh my god, Betty, <laughs> your parents died. <laughs> Captain, it was in a doodle accident. <laughs> Sorry. I like her. But so, she kinda has the Mohammed thing from 90 Day where she could does. say anything yeah. bad and it's not gonna say It, it does always kind of sound nice and, and mellifluous and yes. musical. Yes. Yeah. Oh, what it's... a small dick. <laughs> oh, it's okay. The power of Christ compels you. I'm going to sacrifice this baby now. Uh, yes. Yeah, so I don't, I think that's all I had is just uh, Eunice being a horrible, horrible, horrible troll. Well, because they get dinner and they, now it's the thing. Aisha's like, she comes down and she's like, so four of them don't eat raw fish. Well, unfortunately, she did ask. She's like, we have a crudo. And but Ryan, this is what I want. This is what a fucking dick Ryan is. He doesn't want them to say Ryan what is like, it is. He completely blames Aisha. Oh, yeah. God, he's a misogynist. He's awful. I just, he hasn't said anything in particular, but you just no, no, no. feel he it. Hates, he is. He hates women more than anything else. Yes. Yeah, I agree. And, and I agree. You're, and that's just our own gut feeling. But he says, like, he looks at the way he talks to her, he says, from now on, we're never telling them what they're having for dinner. Oh, he's he said, awful. Yeah, something's not right in Aisha's head. No one does it. And I went, um, everyone does that when you no, do a wine she's... pairing. You present a menu of what you're having. She is... Every single boat we've she seen. She is being exceedingly patient with him. Like we hear her say next, uh, on next episode, have you ever worked on a boat before? And what's interesting is, if, this, if he had been put with someone like Kate Chastain, he would be minding his P's and Q's. He knows he can push Asia. He knows he's a, he can push yeah. her. He would, he'd be doing the same thing with Katie. If Katie yeah, from, Kate, yeah. from BDM. And so that here's the deal, though, that I thought was interesting about this. You see him going down, throwing a fit, blaming blaming Aisha. Captain Jason sees this. Yep. This is the first time Captain Jason has finally seen a bit of Ryan. Yeah. And so, y'all, he starts searing the fish, the crudo, and is taking forever doing it. And he's doing it. it on, as Aisha says, he's purposely doing it to fuck them over and, and make the guests them. are miserable and it's going to make the whole boat miserable and it, this is un- unforgivable and we just it worked out there's a wide shot of the boat in the distance and you hear god i'm hungry <laughs> <laughs> has anyone seen my robe it's from morocco and you see karim Car- Car- say that's not luxury i'll tell you what it it's not luxury i'll tell you that y'all they're going to give them a horrible horrible tip i know I know it's going to be really bad. These are garbage people, though. It's completely. It's, it's we sh- it's, we were we were due for a garbage charter. We were we were. Yeah, that's the show, y'all. That's the show. You can go to realitygaze.com yep. eventually. Not right now because we're getting our website fixed. Find us I on forgot. Instagram, Reality Gaze Podcast. Yes, uh, and also on, re- on Twitter at Reality Gaze Pod, and on TikTok, the newly viral Reality Gaze. The newly viral. Yes, I love that, y'all. 
Uh, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. that bruise? Oh, God, it's on his <laughs> upper leg, and I don't want to know. It better not be monkeypox, y'all. Until then, we'll see you next time, but see you next week. Until then, Anchors Gay. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.